welcome to MTG Ectoplasm, your home for spirits and spirit decks in the world of Magic the Gathering. On this episode, Wizards broke news on their own website. White. The color white is getting a facelift. That got you interested? Let's go. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me on this episode of MTG Ectoplasm. You can reach me at Twitter at MTG Ectoplasm or email me at MTG Ectoplasm at gmail.com. I'm your host, Dwight, a.k.a. DeBlanco, a medium that wears an extra, extra large. Well, you know what, ladies and gentlemen? As I said into my intro this morning... Wizards. Wizards themselves posted a YouTube video on their website. And it's called Good Morning Magic, hosted by Gavin Varhi. Now you're going to go, like, who, who's this Gavin Varhi? Well, he's one of, I'm not going to say he's a big, 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 huge wig, but he's one of the major guys out there who does work with R&D. He works with other people people in there and he tends to do a good job and he has this what they call good morning magic show to let us know the latest and greatest and the fun things to know about magic well on this episode it stated the future of white I saw it I was like Hmm. You got me curious there, Gavin. What is special and what is the future of white? Because I am one of multiple people out there that have been complaining that white is a little underpowered, not 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 that strong. And he pointed and pointed that out and also said that it's weak in commander. Now you're going to go twice. Well, spirits were not overly known for commanders, even though there is Brago, and you got Raynar now, the ever watchful, and every uh, and other decks out there like Vega. I know many of you are going to go, well, how about, how about the ones in Kamigawa? Yeah, 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 okay. But the reason why they were doing this is because they're saying white is underpowered. And if we know anything about the way Watsi works, is, you know, they tend to, uh, instead of making a left, they make a right, if you know what I mean. If you don't know what I mean, I'm stating that they'll they'll increase the power level and they might make certain cards overpowered. That might end up benefiting us or actually hurting us. It's just a, you know, catch-22. So what happens is they set up a community, a group called the Council of Colors, and basically what they do is they debate, they talk about uh, the identity of these colors and what they could do to improve them. Well, the white representative is an individual, a young man named Ari 
Nahay. Now, mind you, if if I'm butchering your last name and you're listening to the show, I'm sorry, but that's how I tuck it because that's how Gavin said it, Ari Nahay. And basically, he gave several suggestions to Watsi, and actually Watsi's going to go with it. And they said, this is going to be the future of magic card design. That's right. This is the future of what they expect you, now the player, are going to receive. And I hope you're ready because there's some interesting things that are coming. But in the video, they wanted me to tell you this. Because I am a person who makes content, shoot it out, shoot it out there in the world, and I want to thank every listener out there. Let me just begin by saying, you want, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for making me an international show. U.S., Germany, Brazil, France, Australia, Italy, Singapore, Canada, Austria, Japan, and two new countries, Finland and Slovenia. Or Slovakia, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Slovakia. I, Look, I'm sorry. I don't want you coming over here, kicking my butt over here in Jersey, Slovakia. I know you're a little south of Poland, geographically. I did my homework. But what they wanted me to know, and thank you for all the international listeners, this is what they want you to know as well. Number one, this is not inclusive to everything we are doing. This includes mechanics. Yep, yes it does. I'll tell you why in a minute. Number two, as a consequence of telling us their thoughts and their plans, don't expect to see dramatic changes in the next couple of months. So they're, they're telling you they're going to give you little drips and drabs here and there. Don't expect to be drowned in all the improvement or changes they're giving white. It's going to be slight and subtle and then... As it goes on, it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. It's going to start with like a little drip, and then it's going to turn into a river, and then eventually into an ocean. So this is what I have here in my hands. All right, I had it printed out. I did some research. I had it write down, take some notes. And this is what it says. Ready? The first thing they're introducing to white is flash. You heard it right. Flash. And I'll tell you, these are the three reasons why white is getting flash. Because white tends to be a creature-heavy centric decks. They tend to they, they predominantly are more Creature centric. They, they, you, we built more like weenies. That's what's my known for weenies. So they decided if your opponent is going to do a massive board wipe, it leaves you, the white player, at a disadvantage because you're constantly playing at a sorcery speed. Not cool, man. That sucks. So they, what they decided is that they're going to give white creatures flash. So at the end of your opponent's turn, you can play the creature and you can then attack 
because they board wiped. Okay, I'm cool with that. I'm very cool with that. Now, the second reason why they're giving us Flash is because White tends to be known for its combat tricks and defensive instants. So what they're saying is, eh, we, you know, these, these trickeries that we do, sometimes we don't do on our turn, we wait and start casting on our opponent's time. And if our opponent does nothing, it was basically a dead turn for us. We didn't build, we didn't elevate, we didn't do anything to put pressure on our opponent to attack. So that's why they're giving us flash. So if our opponent does nothing and goes, oh, you know, and turn, okay, not a problem. At the end of your turn, I will cast my creatures with flash. I like that. I really do. Number three, they wanted to give us more interaction with opponents. More interaction with the opponents. Does that mean that, you know what, certain creatures out there, and I almost said spirits. I got a little ahead of myself here because I'm so used to spirits coming with flash. Does that mean that there's going to be uh, disenchant with legs? How about a path to exile with legs? My personal favorite, I would like to see an Orim's chant with legs. Now, for those who don't know what Orim's chant is, it's a spell back in the day that allowed people to just, it was an instant, you played it on the, the opponent's upkeep, and it didn't allow them to play spells or attack that turn. They had kicker. For one white, and then kicker was an additional white. For so two white, they could not cast spells on their turn, nor could they attack. Oh, you kidding me? That's wonderful. I would love to have a creature do that. Now, the next thing that the Wizards, Watsy wants to introduce into white is card draw. Yep, you heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. Card draw. It's like the Wild West going on here. And Watsy's going to support this. They're all for it because they, had, they found ways and they said there's other ways they're going to do it. But these are the three ways they're going to introduce card draw in white. And it makes sense to me and I like where they're going with it. Number one is what they call symmetric draw. Symmetric draw, which means that if I draw a card, my opponent draws a card. If I draw two, they draw two. If I draw three, they draw three. I think that's fair. I don't like it. I'm a selfish kid. Why? Because I'm an only child. The second way they do it is what they call rule-sitting draw because they, they say that white tends to make rules, and if other colors break the rule, then we should be allowed to draw a card. Now, the example of this was a card called Menengara the Diplomat. And what Menengara did is, or said, that if you play a second spell, you get to draw a card. If your opponent plays a second spell, you draw a card. I like that. If you're going to oversee or uh, overdo what you do or supersede what you're doing, I should benefit from it. I should tax you for it. That fits white perfectly. Now, the next one, third. This is one that confused the hell out of me, and I, I don't know what, what they're talking about here, but I'm going to tell, tell to you like they said. 
you're going to card draw with cards that say card deck, don't draw cards. Huh? Cards that don't draw cards or say draw cards, you get to draw cards. And what they're trying to tell us here is that cards that return back from their graveyard or you can pull cards out of your library. So if you're thinking, oh, you know, that means more tutors, maybe. Or they could be, you know, saying, oh, you know what? You can play a creature card and you can take out all the extra creatures with the same name. Sound familiar, right? It's been done before in white. So that's what they mean by card draw. Interesting. Now, they said they're going to be experimenting with this in a couple months. You heard that right. Experimenting. So that doesn't mean it's there, it's permanent, it's there for good. No, 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 no. They're experimenting. If it's too good, it's gone. Let's hope there's some moderation here. So that's two things. But there's three. There's a third thing they want to include with white. And that's ramp. Yeah. We went from two colors, two things, which is card draw and flash, which is generally what? A blue thing to do? And now they want to introduce green ramp. I was like, okay, well, I, I'm not familiar with white ramp. Let's see what they do. And basically, number one is what they call catch-up ramp. I know some of you giggling and laughing right now. <laughs> Does that mean I get mustard? Should I bring out the mayo? No, not catch-up ramp. Catch-up ramp. Which means if an opponent has more lands than you, you get to put a land into play. For example, land tax. Land tax. I like that. I like that a lot because, you know, there are times where you, you there, there are times where you struggle and you're like, damn, I wish another, I had another land. Damn, I wish I had this. Wow, they're going to give it to us. And I like this. Now, the second form of ramp they call is a sun titan effect of ramp. So basically, you get to reanimate lands from your graveyard. That's an interesting principle. So I'd like to see where they go with the creature type and what the mana cost is going to be. So, I mean, if I could have a spirit for, let's say, two and it gives me like oh you know return arena animator return the land back to you from your graveyard to your hand uh, i'm not gonna say no sounds pretty damn good to me especially if i get the get back a fetch land that's right fetch land now the third thing they said ramp is treasure production treasure production you're unaware of treasure productions. We have we have a card right now out there that's pretty damn good. And it's called Smothering Tide. Smothering Tithe. T-I-T-H. E. I always forget the E. Smothering Tithe. 
probably one of the better treasure producers in the world of magic. And guess what? White White is getting it. Now, they want us to know, this. I had to put an asterisk here, we will see all of these categories in the upcoming year, plus other options they are considering as well in ramp. So, we see an experiment in card draw. We should see something in ramp very soon in the upcoming year. Okay, I like what you're doing, Wizards. And Flash, I like the Flash. Now, another thing they wanted to let us know is that they will also be reviewing cards before they get printed. And the reason why they're going to review the cards is because they want to see if the card fits the color mode. For example, this is the example they gave. Hull Breacher. Now, if you're unfamiliar with Hull Breacher, Hull Breacher is two generic and a blue, a 3-2 merfolk pirate. And it reads, if an opponent would draw a card except the first one they drew in each of their draw steps, you create a creature token. Well, according to the new rules that Watsy wants to introduce, they broke a law here. They broke a, they broke a rule because they played they drew an extra card that they shouldn't have and you get ramp which is treasure. So according to the new rules that Watsy has in plan, Hull Breacher would now be white. Now there's a part of me that feels bad for blue. But it's really hard for me to feel bad for blue since blue has been dominant for decades not a couple years blue has been dominant for decades since i've been playing magic blue has been consistent in kicking everybody's ass it's i i you know there are decks out there that don't play blue and kick ass but predominantly if you have a kick ass deck it has blue in it so, what they're doing is seeing cards they do they have. Before it gets printed, they're going to go, uh, is this card white? Oh, it is? Okay, then we're going to switch it to white. You know what? I think that's cool. I, I'm, okay, I'm okay with that. And I hope they do that with all the colors, too. I, you know, If there's a certain color that's black, then make it black. If there are colors that are green, it should be a green card. We, we need to if we have to go back to the square one and figure out how to figure, you know, get the color pie correct and let's do it. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with a worldwide reset in magic. Now, also they said that pre-constructed decks will be unbalanced in colors, giving white more tools. It's hard for me to give you an example. I'll tell you what they mean because I have no clue. Exactly like how I felt with rule number three, in card draws cards that don't say they draw cards. Don't get it. Now, when is this going to happen, ladies and gentlemen? When is, when is this magical new 
future of white going to start? Well, it, it has begun, ladies and gentlemen. It, it, it has started. It's going to take a couple months and slow rollout, but it has already started. And the reason why I say it's already started is because of the flash mechanic being in white. It's in Kelheim. You have Sigrid, God-favored, and Glorious Protector. These are white cards, white creatures that have flash. I thought it was a little weird when I saw it. I was like, mm, what are these creatures doing with flash? Now I know. Drip, drip, drip. And they're saying we should expect to see more changes in Strixhaven, the next set coming out. Now, mind you, drip, drip, drip. They're not, we're not going to see an ocean. Just drip, 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 little by little. Now, what does this mean for spirits and spirit pilots? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I, I myself, I am jovial. I am giddy. And why? Because spirits gets more flash, potentially gets ramp and card draw. Are you kidding me? In the last meta, in the last meta itself, Spirits was winning at 80% a clip. 80%. We were the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme. It was hard to lose with Spirits. Unless you were a really, really awful pilot or one knowing, learning the nuances of spirits, it was really difficult for you to walk out with, you know, not being 3-2-4-1-5-0. Now with this new meta, with everything getting banned, eh, you, know, you know, it's going to be a little tougher for us. But for us to get flash, ramp, and card draw, <laughs> yeah, I am a giddy boy. Oh, I'm a giddy boy. I know the rest of my opponents are going to go, that's bullshit, that's bullshit, no, unfair. No, D Blanco, no, Dwight, you, no, bullshit. I'm a, I'm a giddy boy. Now, I want to get to a post. I saw a post the other day, yesterday to be specific, at 12.59. I, had to, I wanted to be specific because... I want to be honest and through and through about what I saw from a young man from Malaysia. This young man from Malaysia, Shock Onion, which my, my wife loves the name of it, Shock Onion, posted on a Facebook Magic the Gathering group, Modern Pioneer Spirits, a sideboard strategy guide. A sideboard strategy guide. You know how badass that is? You know, think about it. Shock Onion took time, took the energy, took months out of his time, played multiple games, built together a comprehensive format and said, okay, these certain decks, we need to remove these cards and add these other cards. Now, I know you're going to go, Dwight, well, 
His deck list doesn't look like mine. You're telling me you can't modify your deck list to be something comparable to his? Are you telling me your your sideboard looks completely different than his in modern? There's usually a whole bunch of similarity. So if there's some things in there, you, you know, you, you can fix and change and rearrange here and there. But what I saw with this young man and what he did for this group, for the, uh, where is it here, uh, for modern and pioneer spirits group, and come up with a sideboard strategy guide, thank you, sir. Thank you. You don't have to put that out there for the rest of us. But I appreciate it. I appreciate Shotgunion 110% for doing that. And I wish other spirit players were like that, where they weren't afraid to go out there and share their thoughts, share their ideologies, their principles. What's there to be afraid of? Some of us will call you and go, mm, I, I like it, but maybe you could tweak it a little bit. Maybe, mm. Or we may give you a standing applause and an ovation for what you have done. Don't be like me and only child and be selfish. So, shock onion. Thank you very much. I'm going to make this a future episode on my show discussing the strategy guide and how I'm going to change it up for my deck that I have in paper and then hopefully coming to MTG, MTGO soon. I'll probably have to start with Pioneer because mine is really expensive in MTGO. And plus my wife, you know, said Pioneer first, then, then Modern and MTGO. All right, so yay, my wife. Yeah, I love my wife. Now, it comes to the shout-out section. Unfortunately, the, the day that I'm recording this right here, right now, is February 18th. There were nothing posted for Pioneer. But February 16th, something was posted. And Sugar Mountain, 5-0 with a Bant build. Good job, Sugar Mountain. Keep it up. I'd like to see you keep on kicking ass out there in the modern leagues. Now, this is an individual that I brought up, I think, on the 12th. And they 5-0'd again with an Azorius build. Raging Pikey. Bravo, Raging Pikey. I, I, I can't wait to... I hope I say your name once again. I, I hope you become the, the next uh, Dr. Queller because Dr. Quell is always out there kicking ass. And it's glad, I'm glad to see pilots are out there piloting these spirit decks with the unknown metas. These, this meta is going to be known in the next week, maybe in the next two weeks. Maybe I'll take three weeks. But we're going to see what happens. And I hope you guys keep on going out there, being the best there is, the best there was, and the best there's ever going to be. The, the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme. Because that's how we spirit players should be, us spirit pilots. You know what, ladies and gentlemen? Come to the end of the show. 
I want to thank you for listening and all my international listeners, the hundreds and hundreds around the world. Hopefully I get to see thousands soon. You can reach out to me on Twitter at MTG Ectoplasm, or you can email me at MTG Ectoplasm at gmail.com. Enjoy the rest of your day. And remember, make your opponent say, that's Boo Sheets. <laughs>